Hey, grown-ups! This episode of Story Pirates is brought to you by LEGO City, home of the mighty LEGO City Ocean Exploration Ship, an awesome, huge ship packed with everything you need for adventure, including a shark cage, a helicopter, and more. If you can dream it, you can build it. Check out all of the sets at lego.com slash city. Hey, grown-ups! This episode of Story Pirates is brought to you by Honey Nut Cheerios. Turn your good morning into a good day with Honey Nut Cheerios. Good starts with happy hearts. Welcome back to the Story Pirates podcast. My name's Lee. My name's Peter. And we're taking stories written by kids and we're turning them into awesome radio plays. Peter, what's today's story? Today's story, Lee, comes to us from all the way back in March 2013 from a then kindergartner from Raleigh, North Carolina named Reed Beatty. And this story is called The Farm Plays Basketball. Peter, like we always do, let's listen to the original story that the author sent in to us. Read it. Take it away. It was a great day for basketball, the cow said. You're right, said the pig. Yes, just fine, said the horse. Yes, said the farmer. Now let's play, said the cow. Let's divide everyone into teams. One team will be called Carolina. One team will be called Duke, said the horse. Carolina gets the ball first, said the farmer. The cow was on Carolina's team. He grabbed the ball. He scored. Now Duke gets the ball, said the cow. The horse held the ball tightly, his team all around him. The horse almost scored, but Carolina grabbed the ball and scored in Duke's goal. The pig said, we're tied. Now Carolina gets the ball. The farmer is about to shoot. He shoots. He scores. Duke's players are all running around. They almost got the ball, but Carolina scored. The cow said, it's four to two. Carolina gets the ball. No, Duke gets the ball, said the horse. No, the cow said, Carolina gets the ball. Arg! the horse shouted, Duke gets the ball. No, Carolina does, shouted the cow. The cow was angry, and then he and the horse got in a fight. The horse and the cow were screaming at each other, and it sounded like this. Ah! And then the farmer came and talked to them. If you guys want to play basketball, you're going to have to be nice to each other. And then the horse and the cow screamed right in the farmer's face. Ah! The farmer covered his ears, and then the pig screamed right in the horse and cow's face, and then it got into a bigger fight. The cow shouted, Carolina gets the ball. Ooh, the horse was more angrier than ever. It was a tough day that morning. I can't believe you're doing this. Duke gets the ball, said the horse. And then the pig came in front of them. It should be a nice day, guys, he said. Okay, said the cow. Duke gets the ball, said the cow. Let's play more, said the horse. And then they had lemonade and tea. The end. That was a high-intensity story. Lots of dialogue. Yeah, a lot of tension. Well, Peter, let's hear the Story Pirates adaptation of that story by Reed Beatty. Here is The Farm Plays Basketball. (laughs) All right, well, hello, farm animals. It is me, the farmer, and today is the day of the great farm basketball match, and I am going to play basketball with you. Now, remember, play fair and no fighting. 
Okay, farmer. What do you think, cow? It's a great day for basketball. The stakes are high. What do you think, pig? You're right, cow. It's a great day for basketball. Get ready for my pig's style. What do you think, horse? Yes, let us shoe some hooves. It's a fine day for basketball. Yes, indeed. Oh, wait, what's that, cow? I want to play. Horse, let's make teams. All right, let's divide everyone up into two teams. Cow and pig will be called Carolina, and the farmer and I will be called Duke. Carolina gets the ball first. Take it away, announcer. Well, here we are on another beautiful day at the farm for a game of farm basketball. It's going to be a barn burner, baby. The cow is on Carolina's team. He grabs the ball. I've got the ball. I'm going to shoot. He scores. Oh, he's really milking it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you like my move? Now Duke gets the ball. They inbound it. The horse has got the ball tightly. His team is all around him. Get around me, team. Let me show you my hoof shot. Oh, the horse almost scores. But Carolina grabs the ball and scores in Duke's goal. They scored in the wrong goal. This is unbelievable action here today, folks. Everyone is shaking and baking, especially the pig who's shouting. Oink, oink, we're tied. Now Carolina got the ball. The farmer's about to shoot. Look out, all you animals. Time for me to reap what I sow. He shoots. He scores! Oh, Duke's players are all running around! Defense! Defense! Oh, Duke almost got the ball, but Carolina scores! Oh, there's a time oh, there's a timeout. It appears there's a foul. Bark. Running across the court. Oh, while the farmer tries to get him, it looks like the cow and the horse are arguing. It's four to two. Carolina gets the ball. No, Duke gets the ball. No, Carolina gets the ball. Nay, Duke gets the ball. Oh boy, the cow is angry, and then he and the horse are in a fight. The horse and the cow are screaming at each other. This is not stable. Nay! The farmer's going over to talk to them. Now you listen. If you want to play basketball, you're going to have to learn to be nice to each other. And it looks like the farmer has calmed all the animals down. Now we can get back. Oh no! The horse and the cow are screaming right in the farmer's face. Nay! Now the pig is screaming right in the horse and cow's face. Ah! Oh no, now it's a bigger fight. I haven't seen a farm fight like this since Orwell was banned from public schools. Carolina gets the ball. Oh, the horse is getting angrier now. He better be careful. He's not called for a flagrant foal. It's a tough day this morning. I can't believe you're all doing this. Duke gets the ball now. Oh, now wait a minute. The chicken has come back out on the court and a microphone is lowering for him. The chicken's right, guys. Aside from the foul language, it should be a nice day. What do you think, cow? Okay, Duke gets the ball. How about it, horse? Yes, let's play more. It's the neighborly thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it looks like things are cooling off here, and all the animals are friends again, and I don't believe it! The animals are drinking lemonade and tea! Do you believe in miracles? We'd never settle for anything less. Unbelievable, baby! The end! And now Lee speaks with the author himself, Reed. Hi, Reed. Hey. How are you today? Good. Where are you calling me from? Raleigh. Raleigh, North Carolina? 
Mm-hmm. And are you at home right now? Yes, I am. So tell me about Raleigh, North Carolina. What's that place like? It's sort of boring. No beaches, no nothing. Just schools, stores, apartments. Man, no beaches at all? No beaches. Do you like the beach? I love the beach. Yeah, you like the ocean? Mm-hmm. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? I would probably live in Barcelona. Whoa, Barcelona? Why'd you pick that? Or London. I would probably pick London. So why London? My favorite soccer team um, is one of the teams there, Chelsea. It would be cool to just have people speaking British, like, all around you. Yeah, it would, it would feel like you're in a movie or something, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. And what about Barcelona do you like? It, just could, it would just be hot and, like... There would be, like, so much things to do, like go to a bullfight or something. And probably go to the beach, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like what I hear about Spain because it sounds like you can sleep pretty much all the time and then eat dinner late at night. Yeah. <laughs> um, Except for the school part. <laughs> yeah, you'd still have to go to school. All those... But I hear, like, the only thing they do is, like, play soccer. Is it true? I think it's true that pretty much anywhere else in the world besides America, soccer is the most popular sport, right? Probably, like in Greece and like places, yeah. Do you play soccer? Yes, I do. What's your favorite sport? Soccer, but mostly lacrosse. Oh, wow. What position do you play in soccer? I don't really play soccer. I like play at school, but if I had to say, I used to play soccer defense. And what position do you play lacrosse? Midi, also known as midfield. Awesome. And do you play basketball? Um, no. Well, that begs the question because you wrote the story, The Farm Plays Basketball, right? Yeah. So how did you come up with the idea for that story? Well, I had never, well, like, written a story to you guys before, and I was sort of little, and I didn't know what to write about, and at that time... My favorite, like, basketball team was North Carolina, and then my least favorite basketball team was Duke. And I thought that would be pretty cool to, like, make your own match against (laughs) one another. That's awesome. Both teams. What about now? Who's your favorite basketball team now? Um, Probably Harvard, because I want to go there. Oh, cool. Are they good at basketball? Not really. They're more known for their braininess. Right. So are you pretty brainy? Sort of. Sort of brainy. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite thing to be brainy about? Probably reading or writing because that's one of my favorite things to do at school and at home. And do you write a lot of stories? Yeah. Not much, but like I write yeah, a lot of stories. So if you had to give advice to a kid who wanted to write a story but didn't know how to begin, what advice would you give them? you're doing fiction you might want to start off as like a true story so you you know what you're writing about then move but then move on to like the fantasy and like non-real life stuff that's great advice i like that a lot do you write a lot of non-fiction not really i only written like a couple non-fiction stories i usually write fiction cool read anything else that you want to talk about in the interview 
you can think for How do you pick the stories you put on the radio? We, you know, it's pretty random, to be perfectly honest. So every month we get all the stories about the whatever the theme is that month. And then each of the actors picks a story that they want to adapt. And so they read all the stories that we get and just look for one that makes them laugh or makes them think or that they think is interesting or that they think would be um, that they think they would be good at adapting into a radio script. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Make, makes sense, right? Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. I think we're good. That was an awesome interview. Okay. You did a great job. All right. Thanks, Reed. Tell your mom I said thanks, too. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. And if you want to see Story Pirates live in person, come visit us in New York City. We perform on select Saturdays throughout the year in Midtown Manhattan, and we feature new stories every week with the kid authors there to take a bow after the show. Find out the full schedule at our website, storyparts.com. And while you're there, you can pick up a t-shirt for the Story Pirates fan in your life. We also want to take one second to give a special shout out to one of our Story Love partners, Story Love is an incredible program where volunteers help the Story Pirates to write positive feedback on all of the story submissions that we receive throughout the school year. So a big thank you to Scholastic Education for all of your volunteer efforts and continued support of the Story Pirates. Please remember to friend us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and we will see you next time. Hey, grown-ups! it's time for a special part of today's show sponsored by our friends at Lego City. Hey, Peter. Hey, Lee. You know how we asked our listeners to send us their favorite Lego builds about the ocean and stories to go with them? I do. Well, I wanted to share another one with you. This one comes from two kids in Kansas named Liam and Ellie Lou. It's called The Story Pirates and the Sunken Pirate Ship. Ooh. Here's the story. The Story Pirates found a sunken pirate ship, so they set up a lab. But they don't know that they are in mermaid land. What an exciting story. And here is the Lego build of that very story. It's incredibly detailed, as you can see. Let me take a look at that. Wow! Look, right over there is the sunken pirate ship itself. Ah, Lee, there's a skeleton ghost on that ship. Peter, calm down. It's not an actual ship. It's a Lego build. But it looks so real. And look, that's the underwater lab. Oh, I've been saying it for years. You can't have a good underwater lab without a robot arm. And as you can tell from all the mermaids swimming around, this is indeed mermaid land. Lee, I hate to nitpick, but can you call it a land when it's underwater? Yes, you can. Oh, didn't know that. Grown-ups, you can check out Liam and Ellie Lou's photos of their Lego build at storypirates.com slash Lego. And for more ocean adventures, why not check out the Lego City Ocean Exploration Ship? It's an awesome, huge ship with everything you need to explore the high seas. You can use the crane to lower the shark cage, take to the skies in a helicopter, or search the underwater shipwreck for hidden treasure. Remember, if you can dream it, you can build it. Check out all the sets at lego.com slash city. Hey, grown-ups! Lee here with your weekly announcements. Fall registration is now open for Story Pirates After School, our new virtual program for kids to reconnect with their creativity and imagination. 
our incredible teaching artists will bring activities to life from different topics like spy training and spooky monster time. There will be appearances by hosts from the podcast like me and lots of other special guests and other surprises. Story Pirates After School is the perfect opportunity for kids who loved Story Pirates Creator Camp over the summer or for anyone that missed out and wants to have a new enriching Story Pirates experience Learn all about the different components and class topics and register now at storypirates.com slash news. Story Pirates has teamed up with Popsicle to create a better world through imaginative play. Together with Popsicle's virtual recess, we've created ideal towns, a dream class for back to school, thank you awards for those that have helped us through this new normal, and even a brand new pop star and their inspirational song to raise awareness for peace on earth. You can still participate in all of our virtual recesses and find even more inspiration to create at Popsicle's IGTV or on the Popsicle Playzone at popsicle.com slash playzone. Our new album, Cats Sit On You, is out now. The album features 12 fan-favorite songs from the podcast, remixed and mastered for you to add to your playlists and listen to anytime. Songs include Humming, Cheese Quest, Banana Clown, The First Kids to Work at the Census, Turtle Beach, Cats Sit on You, and more. Find it wherever you listen to music. Remember, all that info and more can be found at storypirates.com slash news. Now back to the show. 